This is the Dog and Bone. Hi, it's Alistair Hayward, marketing and new business executive at Propeller Group. Welcome to the third of three Dog and Bone specials recorded by Propeller at Madfest 2019. In this episode, we use one of our favourite formats, the relay race question. We grab some of the event attendees amongst the hustle and bustle of Madfest and ask them to answer a question set by the previous person. They then have to pose their own question for the next guest. The chain of questions and answers shows what's on the mind of our industry, whether these are concerns over marketing ethics or social influence or relevance, or whether it's a little more abstract. Let's hear how the attendees tackled their unique questions. Hi, my name is Matt Keating. I'm the UK Sales Director for Exponential. And I'd like to ask the next person, um, obviously OTT, Connected TV, is uh, the big uh, market opportunity slash opportunity for too much hype, depending on which angle you're coming from. My question has two parts. How would you approach that market without, whilst avoiding the hype angle? Uh, and also, will you be signing up to Disney Plus when it launches in the UK? Hello, uh, my name is Dotan Ginsberg. I'm GM EMEA for IDEMU. IDEMU is a personalized video company. Yeah, that's, that's quite interesting. And uh, in terms of OTT, I will not approach this market because it's not uh, a focus of, of ours. Uh, um, it's, it's not a market that, I'm, that I'll, I'll go after because I don't have uh, any, any advantage there. In terms of uh, Disney Plus, I think the, uh, from, from my point of view, I'm going to sign up for two reasons. One, it's a, it's a big opportunity. Subscription, subscriptions um, uh, service is a, is a big opportunity for us, and I, I tend to sign up for uh, uh, providers that could be also a prospect uh, for me. And, and also, in terms of what I could see, uh, they got some... Uh, Cool, uh, cool content to offer. So definitely, I'm going to decide at least for a pilot. Yeah, I, I would like to ask the uh, the next person about uh, his best customer. What would be uh, his best customer, and and why? And my name's Will Harvey. I am digital innovation manager over at Diageo. So as Diageo, so. What my best customer uh, at the moment is, we're, we're working with a lot of our, our kind of customer brands, so likes of Asda's, Tesco's, these kind of outlets. They're a really interesting one about how the future of retail is going to change right now and really challenge the way that what the consumer wants to get from these kind of outlets. And the question I'd like to ask the next person really is, is looking at the kind of role of online influencers and, and measurement of these kind of digital engagements within brands. How can we bring it back into the tactile world? I think there's a lot of disconnect right now about how people are putting their online personas up and, and how can we be able to ground it a little bit more in, in real world influence? My name is Ben Jeffries and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Influencer.com. In terms of measurement and influence marketing it's you know i guess it's going down a road at the moment where a lot of people are questioning whether it can be measured um at influencer we certainly do measure it looking into the deeper engagement metrics from not just the basic things from you know followers and likes but actually going deeper into things like clicks saves shares um, and going one step further we partner up with people like nielsen to measure brand awareness done humby to measure sales uplift, um, relative insight to actually measure conversation on social media. So influencer measurement can certainly be achieved. Um, in terms of, I guess, influencers' personas online versus in person, um, I think we are seeing more and more creators um, going down the route of being honest 
And I think that's what's going to drive that real world influence as such, because their personas are now heading towards um, being symmetrical to their personas. And I'd like to ask the next person who their favourite influencer is on social media and why. Hello, I'm Lauren Spearman. I'm head of brand advocacy at made.com. Great question, Ben. My favourite influencer at the moment um, is a, uh, a woman called Susie Bluesy is her Instagram handle. Um, she, I don't think you would necessarily fall into that category of what you think of it as an influencer, but she definitely influences me day to day. She, every day on her story, she sends the most positive messages of kindness, of support, and I absolutely live for her stories and her posts. <laughs> I'd like to ask the next person, what is your top networking tip? So my name is Robin Bond. I am the founder of Codefinery, which is a management consultancy specifically for agencies. So my best networking tip is more about um, getting you out of a tight situation. We've all been in networking situations. We end up chatting to somebody that you'd really rather not be chatting to. I dare say people have found that exact emotion uh, appearing in their mind when they're talking to me. But um, the top tip that I was given was the best way to get out of a conversation that you don't want to be in, um, particularly if you're British and have a, a massive fear of being rude. So you're chatting to someone, it's not really working for you, you need to leave. Um, ask them who would they most like to speak to within that audience. And once they tell you, then you've got all the permission in the world to say, well, I'm going to go around and if I find someone that looks like that, I'll point them in your direction. So the question I would like to ask the next person is, how much better would the marketing and advertising industry be if agencies applied their enormous talents for differentiation uh, to themselves rather than just to their clients? So my name is Mick Smith and I'm from Siegel & Gale, which is a brand experience design company and I'm the senior marketing communications manager for EMEA. Um, I think with uh, differentiation, I think, yeah, it's, it's absolutely it's absolutely true that the industry would be a lot better if agencies were to differentiate a little bit more. I mean, a lot of times you will see an agency that use a lot of uh, a lot of buzzwords to try and explain what they do and, you know, differentiate themselves with things like a table tennis table or a dog in the office. But I think, I think, yeah, finding a, a real true purpose for why you're in the business and, and why you do what you do is, is really key for not only delivering to your clients and tying yourself to the, to the same purpose and values that they have, but also to your talent. Um, one of the reasons why I work for Siegel & Gale is because simplicity is the core value. That we do, Everything we do is based on simplicity. And to me, simplicity is very similar to something like design thinking or offering something that's completely tailored for, uh, for your audience or for, for your consumer. Um, just kind of taking away the unnecessary and supplying them with the absolute value and the, the core need of what, of what they want. Um, yeah, I think, I, think, I think that would be... Would be marvellous <laughs> yeah for the, for the next person the question I would have would be based on on the last one that, that I was just asked so I would like to ask how do you utilize simplicity in your day-to-day -day and and why is it key to to what you do I'm Sally Henderson executive change mentor and I have my own business Sally Henderson so for me using simplicity is both easy and really hard it's so simple for me to keep true to my purpose and passion, which is helping leaders to be successful and happy at work. It's simple. That's what I'm here to do. What isn't simple is always working out how. And I think my, my answer to that question is, 
it's, it can be very simple to know your purpose, but it, it's an ever ongoing challenge for me to find a simple way to keep delivering that. So I'd like to ask the next person to pause, take a breath, and really think about this question. What are the five adjectives that honestly and most accurately describe how you truly feel about your world of work right now? My name is Rory Allen Davies, um, and I am the charity campaign director for uh, Kindred, which is a brand new uh, startup in the influencer marketing space. Uh, we are a marketplace for everybody. So I think, you know, the adjectives that I'd probably most accurately use to describe uh, how I feel about my workplace, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a few about the, the world that, or, or, the, or the space in which Kidrid operate and then a couple about my actual personal working environment. So I'd say probably clouded is one that I would use. Um, going back to what I was saying about, about um, you know, what makes me mad, I think influencer marketing and, and, and certainly social media as a whole is a, is a bit of a clouded space. It's not necessarily accurate or true anymore. Um, so that's one of the words that I'd use. Um, second to that, I'd probably pit, put in fickle as well. Um, certainly, you know, going back to social media, it, it, is, it is a very fickle environment. People are chopping and changing what they like and what they're saying and what they're doing and where they're taking their latest picture just to try and impress this, this audience of, of your friends on social that is not necessarily real. Um, applying it perhaps more specifically now to my workplace, um, I think we're a startup. Uh, we, we launched in October, so uh, it's certainly hectic. Um, but you know what that does prove for a good, fun working environment um, uh, a lot of the time. Um, following that, I'd probably say it's really exciting. Um, you know, I'm fortunate to be in a role uh, looking after kind of the charity element of our business. Um, when I initially started, I was sort of looking after the brand partnerships for the UK, which I've still got a hand in. Um, but for me, it's, 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 you know, exciting because I get to, you know, really feel like I'm making a difference. Um, especially with the charities that we're working with and some of the causes that we're looking at. Um, and I think, you know, lastly, my fifth adjective would probably play into that a lot as well and, and say purposeful. So um, as a company, you know, we've got a purpose. We want to become the largest corporate donor to charity in the world in the next three to five years. Um, and I am really looking forward to being a big part of that. And I think the question that I'd like to ask the next person is what are you doing to be better when you're going about your daily lives. Hi, I'm Gareth Evans. I am Growth Director at Cogent. Okay, so I'd say um, in, in this industry, uh, uh, working in marketing, it uh, can be pretty all-consuming and uh, pretty intense at times. Uh, and you need to just remember sometimes to stop and think about the things that are important in life outside of work. So I try and take a bit of time every day to think about uh, my wife and kids and what's important to them and why I'm doing it all. And I'd like to ask the next person, is marketing getting more complex or more simple? My name's Alita Hambleton. I work for The Sun as a brand marketing manager. I'm Flick and I also work for The Sun and I'm a marketing exec. I definitely think it's becoming more complex. There are more and more functions that grow every day to support marketing. Um, of course, we're talking to our consumers, we're talking to other brands, we're also talking to partners, and we're trying to grow our brands and our businesses. And with that, you need the right support in place to do so. So I definitely think as the market proliferates and um, more and more challenger brands exist and come up in the market, we need the right support behind that to essentially deliver our functions. 
Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's becoming more complex because um, there's like so many more channels that people are using um, marketing on these days and just like the amount of competition that there is out there, it's definitely becoming more complex. You've got to be far more tactical and creative um, and going on back to Alita's point earlier, you've got to be bold and brave as well. And we would like to ask the next person, what insights would you like to hear or see from marketing professionals in the industry today? My name is John Broughton. I'm the director of Digital Discipline uh, Consultancy. Um, I'd like to understand how, how much discomfort they feel when faced with the proliferation of ad tech and what they would like to see done to make things easier. And I'd like to ask the next person, how do we cope with the really tricky emotional nature of federated identity? My name is Nicola Vidal. I'm the CMO of Vipay.com. It is a question that we've been asked um, at work as well. We're trying to actually introduce that. Um, I think we need to do it right. Um, we need to be very transparent um, with the way that we are collecting the information, how we're storing it, and how we are communi communicating with the end user on that. I'd like to ask the next person, do you think social marketing is here to stay? Hi, I'm John Hutchings. I am the social media executive at KFC UK in Ireland. I bloody hope so, or else I'll be out of the job. Uh, but in all seriousness, definitely. If you think about the reach you can get without paying any money to Sky Channel 4 ITV, it'd be ridiculous if it went away. Why? I've had tweets, and you know, not just me, but other people and other social media execs of the company for my time, we've had tweets that have reached 15, 10 million people, didn't spend a penny. Uh, took, you know, didn't take much man hours to do. There was no outsourcing, no mad approval processes to go through. And I just think, why would social marketing go away unless the government or ASA clamped down? But even then, you know, it just means moving the goalposts a little bit. But yeah, of course, social marketing media is here to stay. And I'd like to ask the next person. When was the last time you stopped the scroll on Twitter or Facebook at a brand's post and thought, that was bloody good? Kunal Jogia, work for Relay42. I'm the UK lead for the company. Um, this morning, actually, uh, scrolling through Twitter and seeing the John Lewis advert, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, just on point, um, feels to me like they've gone back to their roots on, in this one. Um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. I would like to ask the next person, when was the last time they had an amazing customer experience uh, with a brand that they, that they then said it to their friends or their colleagues that, wow, that is amazing? I'm Katie Howell, I'm CEO of social media agency Immediate Future. Oh, absolutely, Expedia. Um, they have got the right balance of connecting with you once you make a booking. Um, I'm on their loyalty program and then surprising you with this um, an upgrade or an extra couple of hours before you know check in or, or check out this really t it's a really tiny thing without a big hurrah and it's just lovely it means that when I'm looking at for hotels or flights or holidays I will nearly always have a scout around the web and then jump onto Expedia and book through them I would like ask how likely you would be to want to purchase from a brand in this day and age that is now making an impact 
on reducing its environmental impact. Hi, I'm Adam Williams, CEO of Takumi. We're an influence marketing platform that connects brands and influencers together seamlessly at scale. Effectively, we make it easy to, to work with influencers. I think massively so. I think it's something that uh, I constantly keep seeing advertised. It's something that certainly is close to my heart. Um, and definitely becoming a parent recently is certainly something that makes you think very, very much more about the longer term future. So yeah, I think it's really important that brands, you see Coca-Cola doing um, compostable sort of plastic bottles and those types of things. I think that's really, really powerful. And I would like to ask the next person, if you can have a superpower, what would that superpower be? My name is Joel Spence. I'm the Chief Growth Officer of Edit, who are part of Kin and Carter. I'd probably be greedy, so the superpower that I would love to have. Um, uh, I would like two things. So number one is an increased attention span. So I'll stop checking my phone during, uh, during meetings because that's one of my biggest character flaws. Um, but being serious, uh, I'd slow down time so I could actually get my work done. That means that I could slow down and focus on the really important things and a really good job of things. Um, I think at the moment there's, um, the pace of change is so fast and we've got so much to do um, in the world that we, we rush around all the time and it'd be nice to be able to slow down a little bit, get, more, get the same amount done but have a bit more, more personal time as well. So the question I'd like to ask the next contributor to the podcast would be if you could choose one speaker from outside of the world of marketing digital technology to talk at um, a next event, who would that be? My name is Dino Meislamti. I'm the founder of TBS, which is the barbershop. If I could uh, have any speaker not from here present today and listen to them, it would have to be Malcolm Gladwell. Um, he's fascinating in the way he thinks. He's very strategic, but he's very challenging. Uh, his books have been you know, bestsellers. Um, but they've also just like had a massive impact on you know the, the industry that we're in in terms of marketing and advertising and um, I think he's got an interesting background and I think that he will um, teach us something different that we need to know about um, that we're not currently doing that we need to think about for the future um, so I'd love to hear him speak. I would like to ask the next person what they believe to be the social responsibility of marketing. What role does it have to play in society? You know, how should we advertise? Uh, what they think about uh, marketing and advertising, tackling some of the big issues of today and being opinionated about issues such as social mobility, diversity and other pressing topics. I'm Kate Hamer, I'm the co-founder and COO of Axis Stars. I'm Louis I'm the co-founder of Axis Stars. Um... I think it's very important for marketing to be socially responsible. I think any time that you are putting messages out to people, you need to be really clear on exactly what that message is founded on, the truth behind it. I think it is possible to be a marketer and only tell the truth. I think it's possible to be a marketer and do good in the community. Personally, I've loved running my own business for the last four and a half years in that it means I can choose to only work with clients that I really believe in the products. Um, and then you can do all the fantastic elements of marketing that are available to you. But I think people are savvy. You might be able to say something that isn't true once and get a sale, but you're not going to get long-term customer loyalty. So everybody should be doing what's right for society and whatever community they're interacting in. 
Yeah, I think there is like that social in, impact that uh, you get with every message you send. When you uh, in a position where you have like maybe 50,000 or a million or uh, 10 million, you have to really understand the power of it, the impact of a lie. Uh, you know, people are, are keep talking about it for days and months and, and, and years maybe. And some uh, big example is uh, Mr. President of uh, United States. You know, it does, I don't think that he realized sometimes that he think that he normalized that actual aspect. And, and this is like against the social responsibility. I think uh, not dropping names because it's uh, 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 one of the most famous ones. But uh, I think even if you do like two or three or four uh, lies, it actually um, impact and resonate to the youngsters. You know, it's like it's it's unbelievable. Like some people think that is funny. I don't think it's funny. I think it's like a criminal. It's it's really bad. You know, and uh, this is how much uh, responsibility that you have uh, when you have that position. So players may have not that kind of impact, but they have to understand, like social media has changed the game. We would like to ask the next person how long they think they could live without their phone and laptop. Hello, I'm Katrina Broster. I'm head of consumer marketing at ESI Media, who own The Independent, London Evening Standard and London Life. I could probably live forever, <laughs> or at least until uh, someone decided my time was up. Um, whether I'd be happy or I'd thrive without my phone is a, another matter. Um, I think I'd probably get the shakes, you know, within an hour, if I'm being <laughs> completely honest. My question that I'd like to ask the next person is which brand do you think is really nailing their marketing strategy and why? Good afternoon. My name is Matthew. I am the founder and CEO of Wrangle. Well, it, um, initially my favorite app was Uber. However, I think the brand doing well of their marketing right now is, um, <clears throat> let me step back a minute. Did somebody say just eat? <laughs> Did some, yeah, just eat. Just eat smashes it for me. Uh, me and my daughter all the time, you know, we go through the halls and we're like, Did somebody say even my girlfriend? I'm like, you know, somebody say. So just eat for me. Uh, I think it's, when it comes to marketing and advertising, you want to make it simple. And if it's catchy as well. You know, fine, annoying is also great, I guess, but when you find something that everybody can relate to, everybody likes to sing and everybody likes food, so, you know, there you go. Just eat, brilliant, simple, to the point, and yeah. Okay, I'd like to ask the next person what they think is the most valuable thing in life. I'm Rebecca Wilson. I'm Business Development Manager at Oliver. The most valuable thing in life, this is going to sound really cheesy, um, but I guess it's quite relevant with mental health and stuff. I think it's actually just pure happiness. Um, PMA, positive mental attitude. So yeah, I'd just say general happiness, to be honest. Just, you know, always be smiling and achieving and all that sort of pizzazz, really. <laughs> I would like to ask the next person, if you could be an animal, what would it be and why? My name is Sophie and I'm programmatic and tech lead at Euronews. It's not an easy question, to be honest, but I would answer with my favorite animal, which is flamingo. And uh, why is that? Because um, on Facebook, actually, I, I saw a picture uh, with a flamingo in a very nice area, which is Aruba, and sees my first love, to be honest. And I could live, if I could live in that type of environment and be a flamingo, a skinny, nice, you know one, I would be so happy with that. <laughs> I'd like to ask the next, next person about, um, obviously, uh, something about the industry. 
what he thinks about third-party cookie and second-party uh, data sharing between you know, publishers. Hi everyone, my name is Irina Puzakova. I'm Director of Client Services at OMD EMEA. Third-party cookies and second-party data sharing between publishers is a hot topic. And I think we need to bring more clarity into third-party cookies and GDPR so that consumers understand what the value exchange is between them and the brands and the internet. And when it comes to uh, second-party data sharing between publishers, I think it's really important to be collaborative uh, at this day and age and see how we can maximize the opportunity. The question that I would like to ask the next person is, what are you most excited about in the industry for next year? Hi, my name is Kristina Schatzke, and I'm the founder of uh, the international media and partnership consultancy called Sky5. I'm really excited about the current change in the diversity and in involvement uh, of the industry in this way for bringing women, for bringing different, um, let's say for all the work, for example, especially creative equals are, are doing within the, within the industry. So you have different, uh, bringing a bit more equality. And uh, actually I've uh, challenged myself and I've started the a group of uh, women in, in international uh, media and marketing. So bringing women together, connecting, exchanging appear, uh, uh, opinions and uh, making ourselves grow. Thanks for joining us on The Dog and Bone. Subscribe to the podcast and if you have any questions or suggestions, do get in touch via our website www.dogandbone.dog or send us an email using the address woof at dogandbone.dog.